Wander Franco's a file, apparently. Oh, we have an aftershock right now. You see my mic? Yeah, this is an aftershock. Oh, fuck. We are moving right now. <laughs> yeah, the guitar, the guitar behind you is shaking. So, excuse the earthquake. That's how it is here in California. Wander Franco's a file. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. The elephant in the room. We haven't touched on this. Did Lindsey Hill hoodwink Major League Baseball and ruin the career of Trevor Bauer? We're going to talk about that. Has the hashtag Me Too movement or the hashtag Believe All Women movement gone off the rails? All that coming up. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be. And welcome to Screwballs, the podcast, episode nine. I'm your host, Jake Gallo, along with my sidekick and producer, Mr. Brian. Hello, what's shaking? What is shaking indeed? <laughs> so we're on the third floor here um, in Oxnard at our recording studio, and um, me and Brian had just smoked a big bowl, and we're going, hey, let's record. And we're in the midst of a hurricane warning. First time since like 1939 that this Southern California, Los Angeles, greater area has been under hurricane watch. So um, it's kind of weird. We don't know what to expect. It's supposed to hit hard later tonight. And while we're sitting here recording, and it's raining on the third story, may I add, uh, we had a 5.5 earthquake hit 20 miles north of here in Ojai. And we're on the third story. Everything started fucking rocking and rolling and shaking. And I haven't had an earthquake in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to tell you, though, unless it's a six point something to a seven point something and buildings are falling on people and people are dying, getting hurt. They're kind of fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Earthquakes are a good time, especially when you get fucking <laughs> stoned and then everything starts shaking. And you're like, oh, shit. Like we were kind of laughing and grabbing our shit. And they're like, well, we better go to the bottom floor. <laughs> I want to feel deal. the ground. I don't want to be up here. And then uh, we just had an aftershock, by the way, too. The fucking guitars and the microphone are moving. Um, anyway, so that's what's going on. We're in the midst of a hurricane, and we're having earthquakes over 5.5. We're having fun over here. Yeah. The end of the world is happening right now, and we're here to record, to bring you dumb, stupid, fun bullshit somewhat loosely involved with baseball. So thanks for tuning in and enjoying this shit. What do we got? 33 subscribers? Hey, Fuck. we're doing our thing. We're doing our thing, you know? Tell your friends to tune in. We're going to do a, a, a giveaway soon. Brian, are we able to do this? Have you talked to Shana, our PR department? Uh, not yet. Okay. He hasn't talked to her yet. <laughs> Trying to incorporate uh, some sort of giveaway, whether it be merch, more importantly, baseball tickets. If you listen and you're not in the state of California, we're mainly giving away Dodger tickets. You know, it's not by choice, motherfucker. You don't get to pick unless you're in another state. We can get you tickets there, too. <laughs> we're going to work it out, but it'll work a different way where you got to get friends to subscribe. And if they subscribe and you're already subscribed, you're entered the contest. You might win some pair of tickets. What the hell? Huh? So anyway, um, yeah. So besides the end of the world, uh, weather patterns that are happening here in Southern California, what else? Uh, yeah. Hey, did you see this? This this is old news, but it just seemed to be surfacing on social media again. I never heard about it, but we've all heard of really shitty actors or athletes or something like that trying to do music, right? Mm-hmm. They put out shitty songs. Um, Eddie Murphy, Shaq, fucking Corey Feldman. Um, <laughs> you know, they've all done horrible shit with their music. And uh, this one was great, though. Do you guys know about Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, 
this fuck, the Mr. Karate guy, the guy that usually beats the shit out of like five fucking robbers in a liquor store at 11 o'clock at night in the valley in all of his movies. <laughs> That's like his forte above the law. Fucking, what are, what are the name? Under Siege. He's like mm-hmm. rescuing people with forearms and knees and shit. Like these guys have like machine guns and knives and he somehow beats their ass. Um, anyway, if you've seen his work, it's really corny, but we all remember this goofball. He fucking did a song in like 2004 or five, like a dance hall song, like that you hear at a club. And it was like a stomp. And it was called, um, what was it? Was it called the stomp or something? Uh, lady, oh, wait. Uh, anyway. Me he, want the punani. Me, that's the title of the fucking song. I thought that was his first lyric. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is it. Me want the punani. Steven Seagal, who's like, I don't know what the fuck he is. What is he? Is he like Italian or uh, Native American? Native American. I think he thinks he's an Indian. I uh, Indian. I like how we. I like how. I like how here in America we were as kids. We've been calling them Indians for so long. They're not fucking Indian. Indians are people from India. These are Native Americans. I'm not even trying to be politically correct. I'm I just. Know. We I'm just Indians. trying not to sound fucking stupid. Right. Because you think about your. What do you mean Indians? The fucking Indians, Native to hear dipshit so anyway i don't know what this guy is he's fucking maybe he's middle eastern anyway in this song he thinks he's jamaican listen to this fucking dumbass dude he breaks in with his first lyric about wanting the fucking punani play this this is fucking awful dude turn this off like i'm not even amused by it i'm angry so he keeps playing this fucking bad. Dude, turn this off, Brian. I'm like, I'm only smiling because I'm stoned right now. That fucking shit, like, I'm boiling inside. I don't know why that makes me mad, dude. That's so bad. Like, you know what makes me angry is he put this shit out in a time before you could really do your, you know, DIY music. Yeah. Like, so that means somebody like was like, oh, I mean, he like had the money to do it. Engineer. He had the, yeah, he, he, I guess it's not that big of a show. It's not like someone gave him a deal. He fucking paid to do this himself. It's like, yeah, man, it's a good jam. The idea that he <laughs> thought it was good right. and would make money like some sort of yeah. passive income. It was fucking blows my mind, <laughs> but people listen to this shit. This is the other one that blows my mind. 350,000 people did. <laughs> yeah, well, they're probably a bunch of half of them. More than half are like guys like us that are spoofing it, laughing our ass off, going, what a That's piece true. of, what a fucking piece of garbage music fucking compilation you tried to contrive. Like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. the other guy that blows my mind, this kills me. You guys are David Hasselhoff, right? Yeah. Fucking Knight Rider and uh, Baywatch, you know, B, B grade TV shows. That dude. Musically, not even as an actor, as a musician, that guy is fucking huge in Germany, in dude. Germany. Not Europe, Germany specifically. Right. This is what cracks me up when I, people ask, like, well, you're all white and you all come from the Europe anyway, all you Americans, this and that. And I, I think, like, they're all, what's the vast difference with all you guys? And I'm like, over here in America, David Hasselhoff, we make fun of his acting, let alone the fact that he would actually get a band and try and go on tour and make money and put out musical albums. He would get fucking laughed off the streets, dude. He would he would die of starvation. But in Germany, he's fucking huge, dude. He's like hell. He's like fucking. <clears throat> He's like big in Germany, dude. The dude's uh, what's his? I don't know his. I don't know his things, but he's big enough to where he goes over there and tours. And you know what I feel though? Like American musicians anywhere in the world, or especially Europe, are like comedians. Where like it's like 
you go over there and you'll fucking crush because the scene's <laughs> just not very good. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? From America is going to be yeah. awesome. Brian Volke, by the way, has got a great joke on that. Check it out. Uh, going to Europe to do stand-up is like going to Europe to play professional basketball. <laughs> uh, just means you're not as good. I'm so bad at comedy, I had to go to Germany to do it. You know how they're known for their amazing comedians. See, that's a great clip. That's exactly how I feel about David Hasselhoff fucking becoming a sensation over in Europe with his music, dude. Brian's but, great, yeah. Yeah, Brian v- Brian Vokey, by the way. If you don't know who he is, probably my favorite comic in the L.A. scene. I don't give a fuck if it's Bill Burr to like the bottom open micers. Uh, check Brian Vokey out. Very, mm-hmm. uh, He's sharp. He's a great comic. That's how it is over there for Hass. I think that's why he's huge, and he just sucked it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's very true. Like, think of his success here. Pretty much ran out. Baywatch fucking took off. Pamela Anderson left, got, did something else, went on to other shit. And he had nothing going on. Nothing. Like, nothing. So he's like, hey, I am pretty popular in Germany. Well, he, he started, a, he had a record out in 1984. And I guess that's why he was popular there. In he had Germany. a record out in Germany in 84? Well, it was only popular in Austria for some reason. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild if you put out like a record and you're like, yeah, none of my friends bought it. I, I can't get shit here. But but over in fucking Austria, it's huge. And then, That's like some out of a sitcom. Like, oh, you're a musician? Yeah, it's huge in Austria. Like, he, was so, he was so popular that Germany planned a Berlin promotion event on New Year's Eve in 1989. So in 1989, he's like uh, Michael Buble doing the ball drop at New Year's Eve, but in Germany. Yeah. That's his that's that's his stardom over there. That's how big he is. In Germany, though. Do that. right. That's dude, that's what I always trip on. It's like America and Germany. People think, oh, you're both like nations, predominantly white, Christian, um, a lot of German uh, heritage here in America. Then you look at shit like that and you're like, David Hasselhoff is a pop star over there, like huge. And over here, he get, he's the butt of a lot of jokes. I was like, are we really that different? No. You know what I mean? Like, is it that vast? Like, the fucking, like... Stop with the fucking... Steven Seagal, I'd like to fucking clothesline that guy. He kicked a shit out of me, but, like, it's just, you know... I don't know. You know, you know, fucking... Let's think of some other horrible... Corey Feldman had horrible music. He's just, like... He was like Robert Palmer with that Simply Irresistible. He was, like, in a... He was, like, in a Columbine jacket. He looked like a school shooter with all these goth bitches behind him dancing right but well, he wanted to be, he wanted to be michael jackson he wanted to be michael jackson he even dances and tries to dance like him what's the connection by the way with like kids that have been molested and michael jackson i don't, I don't know like either oh i was molested but i loved michael jackson that's like macaulay culkin fucking them but but mike didn't molest them but they wanted to hang out with him they were around him because they were all stars at the time and then mike gets accused of molesting all these kids like well, he was like a big what's the big money? whirlwind hurricane <laughs> of fucking pedophilia and accusations with child movie stars michael jackson they're like oh these kids were molested by other catholic priests and their parents and fucking pedos and their uncles and shit like this Jesus. but they all want to hang out at neverland ranch and they're accusing mike of the same shit but they all loved them and want to be him i'm so confused by all this i think we're fine
being confused. I think you're stoned. Brian's reaction. <laughs> I think we're fine. I, I thought you meant like we're fine. I'm like, oh yeah, I never went to Neverland Ranch or no, Catholic Church just... as a kid. I know I'm fine. I was just like, I just meant, oh, you meant we're fine feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Brian's all in his feelings. Confused. Took a little hit of the fucking punani. And he fucking, <laughs> what Steven Seagal sell you that shit? <laughs> Let's get fucking high as fuck right now. Listen to Steven Seagal punani. I don't have no in his time. Jamaican accent. <laughs> hey, man. Fucking, he had like a Simpsons character singing that. <laughs> Do we have any of Shaq shit? Uh, I don't even remember that. All I know is Shaq would use, too? Shaq used to be in his rap videos, like bobbing his head into the camera with two big cross eyes and shit and a big fucking split <laughs> gap in his teeth. Eyes? Yeah, Shaq's cross eyed, if you haven't seen that. I know, a little I think bit. he yeah, had yeah. surgery because the eye's a little straighter now. He actually he's got fat he's got fat bass lines though dude look at his boulder shoulders dude can you imagine look how cheese dick this is the, the technology even at the time like we get it but like some fucking dude's like, yeah, I just took a fucking technology course at fucking adult education in my local community college. I learned how to use Photoshop video. And so I, Shaq's like, let's look at this guy. Look at that shit. <laughs> Why is it vertical? Because Shaq's so tall. <laughs> That's why. They did, dude. They had to get all seven foot one of him into the fucking frame, dude. <laughs> And that fucking cheesy, that looks like he's just sitting inside one of those things outside a Safeway. Look at it, it's even the Safeway emblem. It's like a Safeway truck they put a quarter into and Shaq's in it fucking riding it, singing about how they call him Diesel. At least you could tell that guy like, hey, don't quit your day job. He's like, yeah, I don't plan on it. I'm just like, look at that though, Shaq. It's like Safeway, dude. That's terrible, dude. That's his, that's his logo. Shaq. That's what's, Shaq's what's, logo. Do, do you have Corey Feldman shit? <laughs> I can look, yeah. <laughs> Check out Corey Feldman, how terrible this is. Okay. Jesus Christ, dude. He looks like... I can't... He's like fucking... This, he looks he's like fine. someone... He's sensitive. He's a sensitive man. No, but he looks like if you were if you were in Madrid on vacation and you went to some underground fucking rave club late at night, that's the guy that would sell you fucking Molly. <laughs> For sure. That guy's selling you Molly in a bathroom in a club in like Prague or something at 3 a.m. This guy? Yeah. This fucking dude. <laughs> it's like, like Trent Reznor and Trent Reznor. Yeah. <laughs> What is he? He's like he's like if 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 Tim Burton created a cartoon movie about Trent Reznor, this is this is what this guy is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, and he's got comedian Tony Woods coming out on stage <laughs> with him, fucking from the nineties, dude. What? Okay. Yeah, no, for real though, dude. You would find yourself at the end of the night with Corey Feldman, like in a Jeez. random European city after doing Molly that you bought from him in a dirty bathroom. And you'd wake up with like like a like a kind of tickly wet butthole and like him rubbing your leg, dude, at the oh, end of the couch. Jesus. That's what that guy looks, you know. Jesus. Don't ask me where that came from. That's just what that's that's they I, that's the look I got from him. He look <laughs> he looks like the type. Horrible fucking shit. I will say, though, that was a little more better than I thought it was going to be. It's not bad. 
Like Shaq's music was wasn't bad, but the the fact that it's Shaq just makes it corny, and his video was so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Hasselhoff, Shaq, fucking Corey Feldman, all the way back to fucking Steven Seagal and his bullshit. Don't you dare fucking press play on that Punani song, or I'm gonna headbutt you. I'll need another bong rip if we're doing that. All right, that's gonna cost you a pipe. So, our old pal Nails, Lenny Dykstra. When <laughs> is he never not in trouble? Whether it's sex, drugs, rock and roll, baseball, defamation suits, fucking finding his teeth in a dumpster. He gets around. He gets around. Well, guess what? We got good news on the Lenny Dykstra front. I like this. Guess what, guys? <laughs> Lenny was recently charged. <clears throat> Let's read this. There we go. Lenny Dykstra, who was recently charged with threatening the life of an Uber driver... Has been acquitted. Lenny Dykstra, ladies Today, and gentlemen. Yeah. Come on, give All it right, up for Lenny. Let's go, Lenny. Lenny's been acquitted. Lenny Dykstra <laughs> cleared of charge that he threatened to kill New Jersey Uber driver admits to minor offense. Yeah. So if you were unfamiliar with the case, what happened was uh, Lenny was in an Uber and um, there was some dispute about the destination uh, on the guy's GPS and him and they were arguing about it and they got pretty heated. I guess Lenny pulled out a cash like like his his fucking traveling suitcase, like a bag and stuck it to the back of the dude's head while he was driving, told the guy he was going to fucking shoot him. God. <laughs> Told him he's gonna fucking shoot him. So the guy freaked out, slammed the brakes on or something, and Lenny flew forward. And then Lenny called because the guy wouldn't take him to where he was going. I don't get it. Lenny called nine one one apparently and kept repeating to the dispatcher that this guy's this Uber driver's trying to kidnap me. And fucking then he pulled the thing bag out and told me he's gonna shoot. I don't. Uh, TMZ had the body camera of the cop that pulled into the scene when this oh, was yeah. happening. So check. Let's roll it, Brian. Check it out. He told me I'd take him to Staten Island. The computer kept telling me he wasn't hey. going to Staten Island. He was going to Clark. Buddy, I said buddy. I couldn't take him to Staten Lower Island because it wasn't voice. in my phone. As I was driving, he pulled a bag out of a, a black attache case in the backseat, a, a, like a bluish color bag, told me he was going to shoot me and put it to the back of my head. So I, I, I hit the brakes. He flew forward and I drove right here, pulled in here and hit the horn on you guys. He kept dialing 911 telling everybody I was kidnapping him. Okay. And it sounded like it had medication in it and stuff too when he put it to the back of my neck. All right. Did you see the chaos? Everything in Lenny's life is chaos. <laughs> he tries to take an Uber and that shit happens and he goes goes under this fucking ordeal for like a year and a half. Dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Over seriously like an argument about where you're going. And then fucking they, they get into it and it's just like, how's that dude? He's just freaking out. He's all, he, he fucking told me he's going to kill me. Put it in the back of my head. It's like fucking the cops are. Right, calm down. What happened was they searched the car, searched Lenny. He didn't have a fucking gun. He was bullshitting. It was like John Dillinger in Public Enemy using like a wooden gun to put to the back of the bailiff's head. And he's like, open the gate, son. Okay, okay. And everyone was like, make, they made a whole, there was on the news, like Dillinger escapes with wooden gun. You know, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's basically that. what yeah. Lenny did, dude. Lenny's like, take me where the fuck I want to go. Or I'm going to shoot you, motherfucker, with like a suitcase. <laughs> and then fucking, anyway, Lenny, the charges got dropped. He thanked his lawyer for bringing out the facts, he said, because he had no gun. He had no weapon. Um, and the drug charges, because they found cocaine, marijuana, and a glass dick in his fucking, <laughs> in his suitcase and all that. They had no right to go into the car and get his, his, his luggage anyway. He was out of the car. It wasn't like he was a threat. Like, let's check for guns and shit. So the judge threw it out. And uh, Lenny got acquitted. Lenny's home free. 
But like, how much bullshit does that guy deal with? Like, a lot of it is himself. We know that, and he he thrives in that shit. But something like this is kind of funny because I think it's the way Lenny engages people when he's getting pissed. You know, like this guy probably was a little worried. Mm-hmm. Like fucking. <laughs> I mean, all, yeah, he's gonna be acting crazy. Fuck you doing, man? Take me here. And the guy's all, uh, yeah, dude, I got it. It's on the GPS. And he's all, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> and I guarantee you, he was hammered. Oh, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. Winning player. Winning player. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. You take me around to go, I'm gonna fucking shoot you, huh? You fucking punk. You're, n- you're a nobody, man. You're an Uber driver. Play Worldwars of London. He's <laughs> <laughs> all fucking. He's all drinking a bottle of fucking scope. That was gonna break his streak. What if he got fucking? He was looking at like five years in prison for that. You know that? Oh wow! Threatening the life of somebody, terroristic threats, and if it gone through, but they obviously figured out it was nothing more than two guys talking shit to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like it really was nothing but the fucking fact. But Lenny's claiming it cost him millions of dollars. You know why? Not like everyone's like, how the fuck did Lenny have millions of dollars? I thought he was struggling, trying to get on his feet. No, he was in the midst. This would have been so fucking good. Oh, the uh, Lenny was going to be on a reality show on Amazon about him and his life and how all the shit that we're talking about every week. It was that guy, that the producer guy that we were talking about, right? The they was going to do uh, the, I don't, the show like House of Nails or something. Or no, it was um, the pawn show. Pa- yeah, pawning nails. Pawning nails. No, that was, I don't that think it was that same guy because oh, okay. this was it was going to be fucking like Amazon. Uh-huh. No, it was a documentary about lenny's life not the pawn shop so i don't think it's that dude it could have been i don't know but can you imagine how cool that would have been would you guys have watched that a fucking docuseries about lenny's life that would be amazing it would have to be accurate you think he would bring up everything yeah we would bring up everything holding the girl at knife point for the back massage he has to get a great interviewer fuck i think we should get on that see if lenny wants to do a documentary (laughs) with us dude you guys are a bunch of nobodies man i know that's why it'd be fucking perfect dude But um, we do it all the fucking, you know, real salt of the earth, gritty shit that we get, Lenny. No yeah. sugarcoating anything. That's your style, huh? Yeah, we get into the dirt. Toothless nails, dude. That'll be the name of it. Congratulations on not going back to jail. Congratulations, He's still, he's still what, how many, how many months are we at now with Lenny? Uh, it's guy. I think it's been like uh, it's five and something years since Lenny's been locked up. Mm-hmm. Way to avoid it, Lenny, huh? <laughs> Way to avoid the tag. All right. Brian, is it time for In the Dirt? It's time. If there's any ladies listening, this might be kind of fun. As a dude, I think this shit's hysterical. We're going to look into who's got the biggest dick in the major leagues. <laughs> past, present, and... F- well, we, we won't know future. Um, but anyway, <laughs> past and present. Uh, let's see who has the biggest schlong by rumors in the major league. Mm-hmm. And the first guy is to make the list. We're going to start with this guy, and then we'll check out... Who else has a big cock? But uh, <laughs> we're going to go in. And this came straight out of Lenny's mouth. This is where he got the idea. Apparently, Daryl Strawberry has the biggest cock that most people have heard about or seen. Teammates, women he's been with. But um, yeah, so for In the Dirt today, let's get into Strawberry's pecker. Let's roll it. Let's go. In the Dirt. Nothing to everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a hammer like that, too. Yeah. Kind of like a swamp mule. <laughs> Is he? We couldn't even crop out the shots. It was actually it was traumatizing. I asked him one time. I had to know. I said, I mean, I'm not I'm normal, but I said, Straw, like, 
can, can that like go all the way to the base? You know, I like to get it to the base so they know where we're at. Who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> no, I like it. I don't think the blood could even flow all the way there. Yeah. They had to tape it to his leg. You know, he couldn't run. Nice. Me and my man Straw, aka Soul Pole. <laughs> I love how how he says my man Straw, aka Soul Pole. Classic. I love how his dick's like a thing, dude. Everyone's like, oh, don't fuck with straw. You had to tape it to his leg. <laughs> he fucking said he had to tape his cock to his leg so it like fucking wouldn't get in his way while he was running the bases. What kind of tape? I like how Tim Raines had to like stick a bindle of coke in his back pocket so it wouldn't burst open when he slid head. That's why he slid head first. Strawberry had to use tape to tape his fucking penis to the inner side of his thigh so it wouldn't get in his way. It wouldn't slow him down. Strawberry swimming, dude. Fucking pulling anchor, dude. (laughs) Daryl Strawberry, like, a lot of black people just didn't, like, they never learned to swim because it just wasn't part of the demograph and, like, the government had some shit to do with that. So, like, most black people, you know, aren't, like... Don't redo this. (laughs) They're they're not renowned for swimming, but I don't think Strawberry's thing was an issue of ability not being able to swing this isn't a comedy club what are you doing i think it's fucking i think it's cock yeah we'll cut it all out i think he's synced to the bottom of his dick like the espn 30 for 30 like lenny mentioned like there's just he was a terror he just we we we, when we talked about sex and baseball in past episodes strawberry came up about fucking girls and in in between innings and the dugout and all this and then lenny's talking about how he felt bad for these girls having to endure this horse cock in fucking between innings and if he could go all the way to the base and shit like I want to know. Okay, let's see. All right, let's talk about other major leaguers' cocks. Oh, we got a let's list. Let's get into it. Oh, there's a list? There's a All right, let's see list. it. Okay. From a sports writer in the Atlanta area, Derek Jeter, great ass. No one cares. Mike Piazza, great body, hairy chest, ass, and legs. Keeps pubes trimmed close. Dick about five inches soft. That's a nice schlong, dude. Five inches soft. Dude, I never like measured mine, but I'm thinking it's maybe three and a half, four soft, right? I think you get a couple extra inches when you get hard. I've never measured my cocks. I've never really been worried. I don't have a horse dick like Daryl or a big one, but I'm also not like worried like, oh, that's tiny. I'm just like a regular cock. So I don't know, but five soft, that sounds pretty big to me. Because they say five to five and a half hard is is an average penis worldwide. I've looked. I've seen that. I read. I read that. So I was like, "What's considered a big penis?" I was curious. Anyway, fuck off. Um, so five point five inches hard is like a normal cock, and they say Piazza's five inches soft. He's probably got a big bag, dude. That's in it. And then right. Speaking of bags, look at Jeff Bagwell. Bring that back up. Blow that up again. My eyes are bad. Jeff Bagwell. Shaves his shaves chest and arms, somewhat thick trail from mid belly down to a gorgeous red bush, <laughs> not bright red, but but David Cock is about six soft with a big bulbous head, <laughs> big bulbous, big bulbous head. head like a mushroom, dude. Jeff Bagwell was about five foot eight to five foot nine or ten, maybe five foot eight to five foot ten, and he's got a six inch soft he's cock that with a big bulbous head. Bagwell's packing heat, dude. Go back to that. Yeah. Why are you getting rid of the list, Brian? Well, I'm, I'm reading to, about dicks right now. Let's I'm see this. Get this in the okay. 
Craig Biggio, his teammate, sexy little fucker, saw his dick once hard and he came out of the shower, looked pretty long on him, but he was probably about seven inches. I think he shaves upper body, but is pretty hairy waist down. <laughs> Biggio's also a little guy. He's got a seven inch hog. The fuck, dude? Andy Pettit. Let's read about Brian, put the fucking list back, man. I'm reading about penis, dude. The shit. I have like penis envy and I'm a dude. Okay. Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit. Was great. Was great. No, he, he was a god. Andy was a god. A god. Great pecs. Dark black hair between them. Between his pecs. It's gross. It's like I mean, thick, thick trail. Di- what? Oh, dissected. thick trail dissected his six pack. Abs down to incredible bush. Balls. Balls too hairy. You could hardly see them. Soft dick was about four inches. Great hairy muscular thighs and legs. Probably one of the most beautiful men I have ever had the privilege of seeing. It sounds like fucking, sounds like our buddy uh, Joe Pepitone. <laughs> <laughs> they just described Joe Pepitone, dude, and said beautiful four-inch soft cock. Come on, keep going, Brian. We got more dicks to look at. <laughs> and that goes to Shea Hillenbrand. He was on the uh, Red Sox. Remember that? Very big, thick, and bright pink cut member. Oh. That guy not only has a great package, but he has the the most incredible ass. I don't care. Again, uh, Pedro, as in Pedro Martinez, I like in all caps with three exclamations. Huge. Huge, very long and thick, dark member. Definitely uncut, too. So he was fucking, he was, he was uncircumcised. Imagine the size of that anteater. Big old fucking black anteater. Oh, yeah, there okay, Mark McGuire. Huge, great sack of taters as well. <laughs> <laughs> Mark McGuire, fucking huge, great sack of taters, too. McGuire's got fucking huge old donkey balls, dude. That's fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude. I remember J.D. Gertz, a very nice flaccid cock, seven inches. Must be huge and hard. Wonderful ass. Here's some information about some cardinals from the from the indicted sources. Chris Carpenter, big sports agent, said that, huh? Okay. Jason Marquis, a bit above average. Matt Morris, uh, Mark Mulder, well hung. <laughs> Jeff Supon, oh, very God, hung. He's such your buddy from the Valley. Jeff Supon says so he's got a big <laughs> cock. Him in high sports school. industry employee. That sports agent said that seven inch thick as thick as a beer, beer can. can. Supon's got a cock. The fuck? I'm getting envious here. And Inier Diaz, average locker room attendant, said that. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's that's racist. Uh, David <laughs> David Eckstein, the little Jude kid, says huge. Biggest on Angels in 2004. Bullshit. He's no way David Eckstein had a bigger cock than Troy Gloss, dude. Troy Gloss used to fuck Playboy models. He was like a dude. You remember Troy Gloss? He was a third baseman, went to UCLA. He was a stud for the Angels in that era, dude. He was on that 2002 World Series team, 2004. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no fucking way. There's no way that David Eckstein had a bigger dick than Troy Gloss. That's my fucking that I'm putting money on that. I don't know how we'll ever find out the truth, but that's what I'm saying right there. Okay. Go back to that, dude. We're not done. <laughs> Albert Pujols. Bet eight inches hard and uncut, about five inches soft, not as thick as Roland. That's Scott Roland. Scott oh Roland. Roger Cedeno. Not real big, pretty average. John Mabry, average. Okay, now we're getting Larry Walker is all ball sack. Not that much <laughs> cock. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Ron Jeremy except Ron Jeremy had cock he's all ball sack not that much cock that sounds like me dude 
<laughs> I don't know why that fucking made me laugh so hard. To go, this is, list is hysterical. Go back to this shit one more time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Larry Walker's all ball. Oh, my God. Reggie Sanders is incredibly hung, by the way. One of the biggest in baseball. Chiseled, too. I fucking, that guy follows me, dude. I'm here. He does. Monstrous. Scott Rowland, big, sick, soft. College baseball player who was in some major league locker rooms. Five inch soft, pretty thick, big mushroom head. Not as big as Pujols. <laughs> Not as big as Pujols. Man, that locker room attendant. All right. What the fuck was that? So that was, uh, that was some research on some major league penises. Some guys got some big averages, hit long balls. Balls and they got big cocks. Winning players. Winning players. What was Lenny's package, dude? How big's Lenny's dick? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna, <laughs> we'll not have to ask up. him if we ever get him on the show. Lenny, how big's your pecker? <laughs> how big's that hammer? How big's your hammer, Lenny? I like how he said he likes to go all the way to the base so you know where you're at. <laughs> he likes to know where he's what he's dealing. He likes the women to know what they're up against. Yeah. You know, if they're going to get held at knife point for a back massage or fucking sexually harassed at a car wash. If you've been paying attention to Major League Baseball in the last week or so, you may have noticed that a superstar phenom on the Tampa Bay Rays who made the news earlier this year for making a uh, stupid play on defense where he kind of nonchalantly yeah. hot dogged the ball before throwing a runner out at first and everyone's giving him shit oh this kid's 22 he's gonna be a superstar possible hall of famer he just signed an 11 year 182 million dollar deal with the tampa bay rays uh turns out he's a pedophile oh shit yeah check this guy out 22 what years old and he just got exposed for having a relationship with a 14 year old think about that guys He's 22 years old. She's 14. That's a 22-year-old dating an 8th grader. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't give a shit where you're from or what the law is or any of that shit. Uh, that's, that's disgusting. Because it's not like they just met. He which met, would he, be disgusting anyway. I believe he met her when he was 17. They met when when she <clears throat> when she was eleven, and he think about that. He was seventeen when he met her, and he's six years older than her. She was eleven years old, dude. That's a year older than my youngest son. Mm-hmm. That's how old she was, and he's like a year younger than my oldest son, who just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. That's when they met, and then within a couple years, they're now dating. Like she's barely fourteen, and he's twenty two. This is when she was 10. That's roughly around the age he met her when he was 17 and showed interest, obviously, because within a year or two, it became heavy when she was 12, 13, because she's 14 now and he's 22, dude. This was like, you know what I mean? That's disgusting, dude. And, they, and here's what kills me about this shit is when I went to Google this, like the details on it, you know what the headlines of like two or three of the articles were, were what is the age of consent in fucking the Dominican Republic? Like it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't She's matter. a little kid, dude. You would be like a junior at a four year university in college at that age right now. 22 years old. Yeah. You'd be a junior or senior going to UCLA or USC, and she's an eighth grader. She's going into freshman year in high school. Dude, that's disgusting, dude. And everyone's like going, oh, I wonder what the allegations are. It's like, and like I said, they didn't just meet, so that makes it even more disgusting, dude. It's too young, and there's such a gap at this age. Like, if you think like, oh, a 25-year-old's dating a 20-year-old, you don't think much of it. Or a 28-year-old dating a 23-year-old, you're like, oh, that's not, okay, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. When someone is 17 and the other person is fucking 11, 
and you you're already putting that idea out there to the point that a year and a half later you're on you're on social media kissing and shit together and you're 22 and she's 13 14 years old you're a fucking pervert dude you're a pedophile it's weird that no one wants to really talk about this that much no it's it hasn't like it's just like oh did you hear about wander franco i'm like <laughs> yeah he never was in the minor leagues, but apparently he fucking plays in them all the time, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a corny joke. But seriously, <laughs> though. No, dude, seriously. Like the, the, this article right here. What is the age of consent in the Dominic? Wander's been wandering the high schools, dude. This oh fucking guy. <laughs> more like the middle schools, dude. Fuck. Fucking what is the age of consent, dude? Who gives a fuck? She's too young. That's disgusting. That's like the age of consent in North Carolina was like 16. I remember like, I, and I only know this because I was on, this is how I found out. I never even thought about anything like this. I was like on my way to North Carolina on the Greyhound and it was like three in the morning and I was awake sitting in the front of the bus during a rainstorm going through the Smoky Mountain Range. And this guy, the bus driver lived in North Carolina and he was driving back home. He was he's sitting there smoking, telling me stories. Hey man, blah, blah, blah. And he was telling me, how he had been stabbed and shot by like four ex-wives and hit with a brick and all this shit. And because yeah, he'd been cheating on him all the time. And he told me specifically, he cheated on his wife with the next door neighbor. She was out there in her cutoff jean shorts, washing them, uh, washing them tires with a toothbrush, with a day or uh, with a tank top on. And, you know, she's 16 years old and just of age. And I was like, Jesus. and I was like 18 at the time. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like six, 16? This dude was in his 60s. He knew and he that. was talking like it was like recently, within 10 years, you know? And I'm going, what the fuck, man? Like 16, dude? That's disgusting, Ooh. dude. Ooh. That's like so gross to me. But yeah, Wander Franco's a pervert. <laughs> and um, I think he's going to be, and no, but it's really weird because he was like a phenom. People were talking, he was going to be, a, oh, he's going to, if he keeps this rate up the way he's playing, la, 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 la. The Rays gave him 11 years, 182 million they invested in this pervert. Mm. And then he comes out diddling little girls. And it's all, and I think the girl's extorting him. He promised her like 250,000 in a car. And he basically told her to fuck off. And so she, she, she's the one that exposed him. Started posting all this shit on social media. Her mom got involved in it and shit. And I guess they said something like the mom, well, the mom agreed to, she gave consent to the relationship when the girl was 12. Mm. Which means he would have been fucking 20. No, my math's off. 18, 12 and 18. And the mom's like, yeah, he's going to be a superstar. Like that's gross, perverted, gold digging. That's like Chris fucking Jenner selling Kim Kardashian's fuck, setting up the fuck scene with Ray J and then, oh, look what I found. And then, oops, the tape got out and suddenly they're millionaires because their daughter's a superstar. You know what I mean? That's weird like, that I that think, I think that, that the Dominican mom, if that's the case, has that in mind, Ooh, like, ex, you know, extorting him. But she's really fucking this dude up because, like, I don't think that really, I don't know if it doesn't click, like, in the Dominican. Like, you're too fucking young, dude. Mm. Like, it's almost being overlooked, you know, like because she's extorting him right now. But they, everyone's like, oh, whoa, whoa, fuck the extortion, dude. She's extorting you because she's 14. She's like, yeah, I've been hanging with this guy for a couple years. Oh, and here's the icing on the cake. He's fucking married. I think he has a kid or she's pregnant. <laughs> I may be wrong. 
22 years old. He's got a wife that, and then he got charged last July with another allegation from a 17 year old in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. So this guy likes to fuck around with young kids. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. God. And he's married to a chick and he's, yeah, his career is fucking finished. <laughs> it's like, he may play in some weird league in another third world country, but I think his major league career is fucking done. Because this isn't going to end well, right? Yeah, he's married to 21-year-old Richelli There Paulino. you go. Oh, girl, your own age, buddy. Mm. He's picking on someone his own age. They, cut, they married just after the 2021 season, and they have two sons. They have two sons, and he's married to a girl his own age, and he's get, he's diddling a 17 and a 14-year-old that he met when they were like 12 and 15. Like I said, if he were 30 and these girls were fucking 24 and his wife's 29, you don't think anything of it. But he's fucking 22 and the girl's 14. That's what they say. Not for you, man. Take a fucking, like, chill the fuck out, dude. They say that I'm in public with a little girl that I'm running around with a minor, Franco said. People don't under, people don't know what to do with their time. They don't know what they're talking about. That's why I prefer to be on my side and not get involved with anybody. What the fuck (laughs) kind of response is that? That was his response. To the allegations, yeah. Yeah, people just don't have... Basically saying people have too much free time on their hands and are just making shit up about him hanging out with little girls. Hey, asshole, the little girl you're fucking... Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is actually Wander Franco's wife at 10. Why is it showing that picture? I don't know. She just. I don't put- want to see a picture of her at 10. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I want to see this girl that he's diddling now, dude. I think that's that because she's a minor, I believe we can't show that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I've seen a picture of it on Instagram or Facebook. It's her okay, Facebook I, I, I account. Don't, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't. We don't I need don't to show it. Right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she's she's a young ass girl, and that's gross. Mm. Um. So yeah, the thing is, like, I don't think he's going to be back in Major League Baseball. And uh, sources close to the whole investigation think the same. They're like, I, I don't think he will. And it's like, you know what? He fucking shouldn't be, rightfully so. Like, when they all do the investigation, find out. it To me, it's already out there. Like, how, how do you backpedal out of this one? You're already almost admitting that you have been with the girl, but it's like, oh, it's been a while and this and that. Like, dude, you shouldn't be playing in the major leagues, dude. You're a fucking pervert. Like, you're, you're, you're a pedophile. You're with younger chicks, and not one, a couple of them. And they're extorting them. I get it, but it's like... Dude, they're not extorting you for anything else. Like, like, say, um, this is not. This is like pedophilia, dude. This is perverted shit. This isn't like, oh, you got me pregnant. You cheated on me. I know shit about you. Like, you, you did something. I'm gonna accuse you yeah. of sexual assault. This is like, yeah, hey, I'm only 14 and I'm with this 22 year old who's married. I want money. And he said no, and she's exposing him. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he, she's exposing him not just for that. She's exposing him because he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Um, which is different. So I don't think he'll be back in major leagues. I just don't see that. I don't see how. That's not going to end well. And if you think of how gnarly major leagues are getting and how fucking stupid they've been on certain cases and not others, like I don't see them being able to excuse this one. But which also kind of in a way, um, I'm not pissed about this. I'm glad he should. These are the cases of major league players that should never be able to play again. Mm. Not like the fucking bullshit one of Trevor Bauer. Mm Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer, if you guys, we're going to bring this up because I've been waiting to get to this. This trial to me is interesting because I think 100% Trevor Bauer got fucking completely jobbed on this. 
I think he got extorted and got completely fucked on this job. Like, if you think about, you may not like Trevor Bauer from his interviews. You may think he's a, he's kind of a loud mouth or he's weird, and he's made it very open about how he is with relationships in the past. Just saying, like, yeah, I don't want a long term relationship. I just want to have sex. I'm into everything cool, but I don't want a relationship. The minute someone gets attached or I start feeling feelings, I'm gone. It's over. And he's made that clear. It was like in an interview in like some Bachelor magazine when he was a superstar coming up. And everyone's kind of taking that like, ooh, what a prick. But it's like, I think he's just being honest. Like, yeah, I just want to, I just want to fuck. And if you were into that, let's do it. But I'm not going to get in a relationship with you. And that's how I am with women. People didn't like that. Oh, and then he, you know, he said some shit and had some attitude towards his coaches. He's done some weird shit. You know, he cut his finger before the playoffs when he was supposed to be the pitcher for the Indians, like fixing a drone. You know, he's like, (laughs) he took a baseball and chucked it into the stands when he got taken out of the game and got a talking to from the manager. That I thought was funny. You know, he's always been outspoken about like 9-11. He thinks it was an inside job done by Bush. He's kind of a conspiracy theorist. Like he's, and he's outspoken about other shit and the way he is with women. Women and people don't like him, but he's never really done anything except been a loud mouth and a good competitor and get into the people's heads. And if you're on the opposite team of Trevor Bauer, you fucking hate him. But if he's on your team, you really start to like him, like I did when he came to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I fucking like this cat. He's, he's got fucking, personality. You know? He's got he's everything the game needs. He's great. And he's like, you know, but you didn't think um, anything about him. Like you didn't hear anything sexually. Um, and then the bombshell hit in like la- the July of this first year there. Lindsay Hill, um, this chick, um, she put out accusations. She got a restraining order on Trevor Bauer. Left. <laughs> they didn't see each other for two weeks because he was on the road playing games. She went back to work. He got back into town. They connected again. She said, yeah, she drove back to his house from San Diego to Pasadena. It's over a two-hour drive to his house. He didn't go to her to get fucked again. They started hanging out. She's obviously trying to start a relationship with him. And he's like, okay, this was fun. That was the story. That's how it all happened. Well, six to eight months passed. They're no longer together. She goes and gets a restraining order at the Pasadena Police Department saying that he sexually uh, assaulted her. After that? Six or eight months after they hooked up. Okay. Maybe even, uh, maybe not that long. It doesn't matter. It was within three to six months. Mm-hmm. Maybe even longer is what I'm saying. I don't think it was longer. So she gets a restraining order saying that she was sexually assaulted by Trevor Bauer. Um, and then all the details of the case come out. So they met consensually. They had sex consensually. They both mutually agreed to have rough sex. They even had safety words like, hey, if you're getting too rough, I'll say this. Okay, and I won't do that. She told him, I love when you choke me out. This was all in the text messages that were brought out in public from his lawyers in the case and everything. The exchanges between her and him. And she's saying how she likes to be choked out and her hair pulled and slapped around. And he said, Jesus. wow, okay. Yeah, and he said, cool i've never really done that but i'm into it let's do it and they were doing it these were all the text messages back and forth and they're legitimate and then she texts him something about uh shows him pictures like a day or two after they left the house she left his house and he says hey how's it going and she says oh i'm okay i went to the emergency room felt you know i was a little beat up and she said she had an exam and that she had a concussion which turned out to be false. She never was examined for a concussion in the emergency room. But she did go? She did go, but okay. she was never examined. They didn't say she had a concussion. She went and she had bruises. She sent Trevor Bauer pictures of like black eyes and marks on her neck. And he said, and his response, I remember this in the text message was, 
are you okay? Wow, I'm confused. And she go and she goes, it's from the other night. What? And and he or she said that's from the other night. And he goes, I'm confused. Are you all right? Uh-huh. You know, and like to me, he said, like, what do you, what the fuck you mean from the other night? And she's, I had to go to the emergency room, like basically alluding to our rough sex. And he goes, oh, wow. Are you okay? Do you need anything? Can I buy you groceries or something? Mm. It was in the text exchange. You can look all this up. And anyway, long story short, all this exchange happened and he was reaching out to her saying, well, if you need anything, let me know. You know, I don't, wasn't trying to hurt you or anything. Like what's, what's going on? You know, you could have told me we had fun. Like, and she was like, well, all this shit, right? Months pass, she files a strain, all these details come up. So it comes, she says that she left his house the first night or the second night, I don't remember what encounter it was. Two black eyes, a concussion, uh, choked out, and she was sexually assaulted in the ass that he anally penetrated her while she was blacked out. Okay. Which is weird to me because I don't know how you can remember if someone stuck something up your butt if you were passed out. She woke up to him inside of her. This is what she said, and um, that she had fainted from him choking her out uh, with her own hair, which she told him to do. And she said he went too far, and then he, while she was blacked out, is when he anally assaulted her. This is what she claims. This is what the whole story was about, why she was saying that I consented to have rough sex with you. I didn't consent to assault. This was what the whole thing was. And he was claiming, "Uh, I didn't do that to you. And she said, yes, you did. That was basically the back and forth. Damn. But she claims she was beat up to a pulp. She said it was harrowing and terrifying the first time but she drove back two weeks later Mm. for round two so you tell me if that sounds like someone that was sexually assaulted and terrified that they were going to drive two hours back to this guy's house to fuck him again two weeks after being sexually assaulted and receiving she said she received two black eyes choked out a busted lip on the morning of i forget the date and this was all before anything could be said. And then after the trial was over and the case got thrown out because she had lied a couple times. And I think the judge said, there's no way that we can prosecute this in good faith uh, with the evidence already against you. Got to prosecute the pussy. Got to prosecute the pussy. That's the kind of idiot you have to be. Basically, yeah, it was. she was lying. She'd been caught in two different lies already. So they were saying this is going to be really hard to prosecute. So they basically threw it out. Trevor wanted to counter sue her for defamation, saying, you lied, you ruined my career, which was, if you look at the details, she really did, because I'm going to show you some right now. For all of you that thought, you know, Trevor Bowers, uh, he's an animal, he's 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 evil, he's sexual, this woman was, you know, doesn't matter if she lied a little bit or this or that, he still did this to her and he's violent, he needs an eye on her. Bullshit. You want to see the video? She said she left with two black eyes that morning and all this stuff, right? I'm just telling you, I'm not trying to like say anything. I don't know, but this is the video. You be the judge of her. There's him sleeping with an eye mask. Does that look like she's beat up to you? She even zooms in on her face. Oh, look at that. She's smirking and going, oh, there's nothing wrong with the lip there. So you tell me. Look at that. Clear as day. He's passed out with an eye mask on. (laughs) Just fucking comical. Look at does that look like she has two black eyes and a busted lip and she's scared to death? Looks to me like she's bragging that she's just fucked a multimillionaire superstar. Look at that. The smirk and the... Does that look like someone... Honestly, you guys tell me. 
That's the morning she said she left the house before he woke up with two black guys scared out of her wits after being sexually assaulted. That's the video she took on her fucking phone. It's May so I remind Amber Heardish. That is very, very Amber Heardish. This is why I know I sound like a psycho right now and I'm getting passionate. But like we obviously know she's lied right there. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's lying through her teeth. She's fucking fine. Not only is she not beat up, she's bragging and showing that on social media and to her friends. Like, look what I just bagged. And her other text message to her friend that morning said, are you okay? And she said, I'm fine. I think I dug my claws into him. You know how I roll. And she fucking put a bunch of dollar signs and smiling faces. Oh my God. That was her text message. And then that the morning she said she got beat up and left while he was still sleeping with two black eyes and went home with her butt hurting and a concussion. That's the, that's the video she took on her phone that came from the Pasadena police department to Trevor Bauer's lawyers after the case was thrown out. Yeah. He got that video and posted it. That's why we have it. It's available. You can look it up. But if you really want to know if she was lying about all that or not, that's about as clear as you can get because that's the date she said that it happened that she left and that was her video her own video that morning didn't look to me like she was very beat up or scared and then she went back for round two I don't know. Hey, girls, answer me this. Guys, too. If you get the shit kicked out of you in bed and you're really scared and you just got sexually assaulted, two weeks later, are you going to turn around and set up another date to go back and have another sexual experience with that person? It's weird. Are you? I'm not. I'm a guy, but if some girl fucking tied me up and like cut me and did something and like jammed something up my ass, like, and I was like going, dude, I think I'm going to go to the cops. This is fucking (laughs) psychotic. I don't give a fuck. It sounds funny, but say that happened. You think I'm going to go back to her fucking house two weeks later? I don't give a fuck if she's Jesus Christ. I'm not going back to that house ever again. Like, you know, that's why to me, I'm like, bullshit. She's totally lying. And then the other accusation came out after that from a woman in Ohio who he had a year and a half long relationship with when he was on the Indians and the Reds. And that one, he countersued her for extortion. And I think that settled out of court because she was going to get drilled on that because they dated off and on. She was like a fuck buddy. And when he said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done with you. I'm moving on. I'm I'm trading. I'm getting out of here. She freaked the fuck out and said, he used to choke me and slap me and beat me up and all this. But it's like, you were with him a year and a half and you did that together and you didn't say anything until he told you he was leaving you. And you know what I mean? Like that's suspect to me too. And again, I know I sound like maybe you're tuning in and you're going, Jake sounds like a fucking misogynist. <laughs> it's not. I'm not defending rapists, pedophile, any of that. I'm saying that it's really, I feel like the believe all women thing with Brett Kavanaugh, who is a pig and we saw all that shit. Like there's way more evidence. Trevor Bauer doesn't have 30 different women coming out and saying this about him, like Trump and Brett Kavanaugh, you know, that's a big number to try and deny. You had one girl come up after the first, and then, and the other thing about Lindsay Hill is there's more to it. I'm not trying to like shame her, but she worked for the San Diego Padres and fucked Mike Clevenger, who's like in a, was like got married, like fucked him who was on the Padres. Um, and fucked Fernando Tatis Jr. She was star fucking around the team. She worked for the Padres. They found out she fucked both of them and they fired her because they didn't want any kind of problems. Like if there's anything like that, so they fired her. So she needed some money. Exactly. And she fucking saw Bauer pitching against the Dodgers. Oh, just signed that huge contract this offseason. He's a he's an enigma, yada, yada, yada. That's exactly what happened. She fucking texted, like sent him a direct message that night. Like, hey, big boy, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And then all this shit happened. His career is forever ruined. 
He plays in Korea now. No team wanted him. His reputation shot, and the case got thrown out. Nothing was ever approved. Kobe fucking Bryant actually was accused and found guilty of sexual assault. Because they came in the dirty details of him cheating on his wife, which that was consensual. But the problem in the case was she said, do not put it in my ass. And he fucking did it anyway against her will. That was the gross, dirty details. He did anally rape her against her will, even though the sex was consensual. She said, don't do that. And he popped it in there. He did rape her. And the town of L.A. can't fucking love the guy more. (laughs) Fucking what's the L.A. Times writer Dylan Hernandez, that piece of shit. He's such a fucking fair weathered like PC guy that like he went over the top about the Dodgers need to get rid of Trevor Bauer. He's so bad for the look of the club. And what is it? What are the Dodgers thinking signing a guy like this with a reputation? He's a sec. He's a misogynist and all this because of all these things that turned out to be lies, which we just saw. He went over the top on it and, and said he was bad seed and all this shit and fucking what are the and like shame the Dodgers. And I'm going. Wait a minute. Hold the fucking phone. This is the same reporter that wrote like a three-page article about how great Kobe Bryant was for the city of Los Angeles and what his career meant to so many people and the Lakers and the town and how great he was. Yeah, Dylan Hernandez, you fucking wrote that article about someone who actually got charged with sexual assault. He anally raped a girl against her fucking will. And you couldn't love that guy more, but Trevor Bauer, who we obviously know now this was all a fucking setup and a lie you just decimated that guy and I'm pretty sure I know why but I'm not going to bring it up on this <laughs> I hate Dylan Hernandez because he's a terrible writer and he doesn't know what he's talking about he's a soccer fan that tries to chime in on baseball because he grew up in the LA Dodger Stadium neighborhood no one gives a shit dude you don't know what you're talking about I don't like you you're super opinionated you praise a sexual assault rapist guy like Kobe who I do like and you know I'm not going to get into that. And the thing is, you praise one guy for something that was proven he did wrong and you forgave him. And then you tore apart the Dodgers organization and Trevor Bauer. And it was complete bullshit. And we all almost fucking knew it from the beginning. So that's my beef with it, that you you ruined a guy, a great pitcher's career. Not Dylan Hernandez, but this girl did. And a lot of it was steamrolled and influenced by this whole movement. And it's like... Look at the facts, because everyone was saying, dude, he didn't do anything like, oh, well, now there's another woman. If there's more than one, it's like, yeah, and did you see she got she threw the case out because she got charged with extortion. She he countersued her for extortion and she could she was going to get destroyed in that because that's exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You can look the cases up yourself. My opinion. So Johnny Depp, like the parallels are very similar. Yeah. And Amber Heard's a bullshit piece of shit too fucking ruined his career she's the psycho hey guys i want to tell you something everyone listening not only guys are psychopaths i lived with one and had children with one i'll tell you all about it so when you hear amber heard stories Lindsay hill stories i know women like this I've had women punch themselves in the face and then tell me they were going to call the cops on me and tell them I hit them because I was sober and didn't want them fucking possibly, you know, hurting some other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like arguments and I, I didn't touch nothing. But so for me to sit here and listen to these stories from these women and think like, oh, they, they can't lie. It's impossible for women to lie. Believe all women. Oh, yeah. What's the what's remember the Emmett Till case, guys? Believe all women. How'd that work out? Should we believe the lady that lied about Emmett Till, too? Mm. Yeah. She's believe all now. women. She's dead now, though. 
Yeah, thank God. It's all good. But they, <laughs> they believed that woman, didn't they? And what happened? Right. Yeah, fucking hey, Casey uh, Anthony. Should we believe that woman? Oh, what about Marjorie Taylor Greene? <laughs> what about Sarah Huckabee Sanders? What about all the women that killed their? What about Lorena Bobbitt that cut off her husband's dick? She was fucking fine. said she was getting abused. It didn't. She, she wasn't getting abused. He was having an affair on her, and she freaked out, and chopped his dick off. Like you know what I mean? Like I just it goes on and on, but it's always like no man. But in women's defense on this, men, you pieces of shit, you have done a lot of dirty shit to women over. Over the years so and you gives know a bad name yeah it gives everyone a bad name but my point is like i don't know there's just so much there that like i just started looking at it going like i'm not even that guy i'm always backing women up and shit because they've had it rougher than dudes and dudes are pricks we are now we are but the males have been predominantly assholes and rapey and shitty to women for fucking years didn't give them the right to vote didn't do all kinds of shit the women that are capitalizing on that like Amber Heard and Lindsay Hill that are taking advantage of other women's grief and, and fucking, and using it to their own advantage. Like, what is cases like Amber Heard and Lindsay Hill do for actual sexual assault victims? Right. Yeah. That's Those are the ones that get shamed and are called liars because of women like this, mm-hmm. because of women like the Emmett Till case, the ones that do fucking lie like that. Then when something does really happen, which happens a lot, that dickhead guys go to that and they go, yeah, what about this case and that case? And it's like, but it's kind of true. It's like, you know, but then again, it's not women or men. It's like women lie, men lie, women fucking kill men, men kill women. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, men are killing women at a much rapid more like fucking rate. Like, I think, what was it? Like 90% of every fucking uh, homicide like that a, that involves a woman being killed is done by a man. <laughs> like, it's like... It's pretty... We're, we're, we're pretty good. Yeah. We're, we're, our numbers <laughs> are fucking... We're batting almost a thousand. Winning player. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking disgusting. So I get all that, but it's like... Also, like, what did Trevor Bauer do to have his career fucking completely Sucks. trashed because he likes he watched porn and the girl wanted to have rough sex he's like yeah i'm into this let's do it and then she decided huh i can make millions of fucking dollars from this Look right these now text messages though yeah the pink socks stay on while cuddling yes ma'am whatever you want this is uh trevor's phone right and the next direct directly the next uh yes ma'am whatever you want but off uh, when it's time to choke me out that's what I'm saying, dude. It was Thanks, all you are there. the best. You want to go out, huh? She Jeez. told him it gives her, it makes her climax when she Never passes been out. Never more turned on in my life. Give me all the pain, rar. Really? When you were going out or woke up? He's saying that's the... Never been more turned on in my life. And he says, when? When you were fainting or when you woke up? She said, going out when she's fainting. Now that I know what it feels like to wake up from it, probably feel just as good to wake up. Like... So, no, we, we all agree that they consented to have rough fucking sex. Right. And that's what he did. And then she, I think she did what my ex did, fucking punched herself in the fucking face, took pictures, went to the hospital and said, oh, yeah, I was sexually assaulted. Because as you saw in the text, like, there's one in there where he's like, I'm confused. Like, what do you mean you went to the hospital? You have a concussion? Like, yeah. are you okay? Jesus, I'm sorry. But then he's like, I'm a little confused. Like, he's probably going, I'm confused because I didn't fucking punch you. Like, I choked you out and slapped you and pulled your hair. Like, 
Wow. Fuck you in the ass or whatever. Sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> we had butt sex. You got it, dude. You got to edit this, dude. I kind of felt like I'm going to get skewed for all that shit I was talking about. Believe all women. And I got you. You got me, Brian. I got you. But no, some of that I want in there. Right, like the no. shit about like Emmett Till and fucking yeah, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene and fucking uh, Casey Anthony for and sure. fucking and th- these chicks and Amber Heard and like what it does to for actual sexual assault victims and shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. honestly, like that's, that's a the, fucked up thing. That's what because, I thought during the whole Amber Heard thing. It's you're, like, like, you, you're doing great things for women that actually go through this. Ugh. You bipolar fucking cokehead. Emotional or not, I think that Trevor Bauer got fucked. And I'll be honest with you, he's really talented. He was really fun to watch. And um, just as a person, like, can you imagine, I don't care what career you're in, if this happened to you, and like you, you started fucking some girl at work. You're both single or whatever. And you get a big promotion and you start to move on. You guys kind of talk and then things dissipate. She sees that you just start making a couple million. She's still making fucking 50, 60 grand. And then like suddenly this shit comes out that you sexually assaulted her and all this crap and then all your deepest shit comes out and next thing you know you've lost your job your potential to make more money at another job in this country is gone nobody will pick you up you have this horrible reputation and it's just fucked and you have to go overseas now to work and she lied like we saw the video i just showed you the fucking video we saw the text messages the case got thrown out But no team, for whatever reason, like because of the climate, I guess, right now in our country with like being super sent, like would take them. They don't want they don't want the PR. They don't want the bad press. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like you can't just do that to people. You can't just fucking make shit up and then fucking destroy people's careers. And I think what upsets me is that she took advantage of the believe all women in the me too movement because those those movements are they're legit bad shit happens to women all the fucking time that's Mm -hmm. obvious it does it really does to take advantage of the bad shit happening to women and using it as a woman to fucking try and come up and ruin someone else's life and career i'm sorry i just that doesn't sit well with me so i don't know you guys decide if you think that was just or if it was malicious i'm one thousand yeah, no one pays attention. It's I'm I'm fucking one thousand percent sure that was malicious with all the evidence that's out there. Her story, now it's just it's bullshit. Yeah. Now, Wander Frank, on the other hand, is just a fucking pedophile. Whether he's cheating on his wife or with a young guy, he's with a young underage fucking girl. It's weird. There's that, that's it's fucking weird. It's gross. There's no excuses for that. Young girls gross me out. No offense, young women. I just have always been into like cougars and grannies, like older hot. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Show me a hot. 60-something year old the fucking dude come on that's fucking hot dude that's like talking wonder woman and shit daisy duke like fucking i've seen hot old ladies and i'm like god damn dude you're really trying how old are you i'm 64 and i'm like poof would that make her a pedophile then that might make her a pedophile (laughs) but fucking hey man i'm all game if if i'm the one if i'm the one being preyed upon it might work you know (laughs) guys are different no but uh anyway I hope you enjoyed the uh, bullshit today. I thought we had fun. I uh, hope you guys did. We'll be more consistent with this. I promise you. Like I said, bigger things are coming. We're going to have some merchandise to give out in the next few months. Uh, baseball tickets. Uh, we got to hurry, though, because the playoffs are coming. And mm-hmm. uh, this podcast can't afford no playoff tickets. So let's <laughs> fucking hurry up. But anyway, you guys have a, a great week. Enjoy yourselves. We'll catch you on the next one. Signing off. See you later. See you later.